This episode is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download and a 30-day free trial at audibletrial.com slash greasy. There you'll have access to over 180,000 titles right from your smartphone. It's your boy Nana Man, all the way from the problematic safe place. And we talking greasy. Darnell, another week of talking greasy. Hey man, Kim's out again. She's gonna be out for a few weeks, so don't ask me no damn questions. Uh, <laughs> but we got guests in the building. Uh, hey man, uh, welcome back. I hey, appreciate it. What's good? HK Jamal, one half of the problematic safe place. Hey, another oh, one. Shout out, shout out to and shout out to my co-host Nana Man. Hey man, another one of my brothers in the building. What's up, man? Hey, what's up, man? Nothing much, just chilling on it. Hey man, uh just in case they've been living under the rock, introduce yourself. I am Kenny Tiller from the Speaker Box Show. Hey, and uh, we got a lady in the room, guys. What's up? Hey, I'm Jen, one half of the Eclectic Happy Hour. Shout out to Liv, my uh, co-host. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, we're starting out our profit, but fuck all that. Hey, Liv. <laughs> <laughs> Question of the week. Question of the week. Question of the week. Question of the week. What? Question of the week. Question of the week. Question of the week. Hey, man, we got a question of the week that you guys will be able to engage into starting maybe Monday or Tuesday. And the question of the week is, is it wrong to fact shame people? Let, I mean, let's let's get it out there. So it's summertime and people still got winter bodies. Can we really call them out? <laughs> look, <laughs> look, man, fat sh- I guess I'm going to take this one first, man. I see nothing wrong with, with fat shaming. As in, and I, I look at it differently. I feel like if you're my friend, mm-hmm. like, for instance, B. I've told you you need to lose weight, right? Yeah. Okay. I mean, that's that's what I'm saying. And he knows what he needs to do because I feel because being fat is unhealthy. It is. Now I'm not gonna constantly every time I see somebody overweight be like, yo, yo, yo get your fat ass up. But sometimes we need that to get in shape. Sometimes we do need that. A little motivation. All right? Yeah. Because I had when slow. I when I gained weight, I had friends tell me, hey, EJ, man, what, what, what's going what's going on? You putting on the field, man? You looking sloppy out here? Okay. And that had me hitting the gym, especially after I seen Creed, Michael B. Jordan, you know, all cut up and shit. <laughs> Okay, so that got me motivated. So not I'm not. I'm, I have nothing against. I don't call it fat shaming. Okay, I think it's motivation, like you okay. said. Man. Okay, what about you, Kenny? You you actually do a little bit of personal training. Yeah, you know, I try to work out every day. Um, I'm not a fat shaming type person, but say if I went to the beach and somebody out here looking like Rasputia from you know Norman, <laughs> like nobody want to see that. Like Thank you. now you will say something, but I'm not gonna go up there and be like. Big than a motherfucker. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I'm not that kind of person. <laughs> but if it's a friend, yeah, I tell a friend, like, hey, you know, you can come hit this gym with me whenever you want. Yeah. Man, I, what about you, D? I mean, do you, uh, if a girl asks you flat out, hey, am I getting fat? Uh, what's your response? I'm going to be straight honest with her. I'm going to say that she's uh, she gained a little bit of weight, but like, I'm not going to say she just like blew up. You know, I'm going to be straight honest with her because I guess like honesty is like something that some people need nowadays. A lot of people sugarcoat shit, so you can't really be 
yourself without like you know somebody just being sensitive about saying something you know criticizing somebody that's true but you know you're not getting pussy that night though. oh <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sweating yeah man the more the more honest you are with women the less they like you unless right. they that's built like that that's not true at all I mean, uh, but see like yeah. here's, but here's the thing man like I'm tired of seeing these fucking posts of for one thing I have nothing wrong with if you're comfortable in the skin you are you're in cool but one thing I don't want to spread is the propaganda that hey I'm they say I'm a hundred pounds overweight, but you know what? I'm big and beautiful. Like I'm, you know, this is, you know, there ain't nothing wrong with you. You don't need to change for you nobody. That's Listen, fucking unhealthy, no, man. That's bullshit. That goes <laughs> back. That goes back to women. Women can get away with that bullshit. Women can say only. Only real men love these curves. My fat ass can't be like, only real women love these curves. <laughs> no, you can't get away with that. No, you can't. There, you there, there, can. there is barely, and I mean, it barely started maybe a year or two ago, a plus size male models. That's That tells you that, I mean, let's be honest. Women only get frustrated when you call them fat and all that because at the end of the day, they, they can still get accepted. But they they'll still pass that same Niggas judgment. Fuck anything, bro. True. No, True. It depends listen, on your confidence. Listen, listen, listen. Yo, I'm trying so. to tell you. I done seen bigger <laughs> girls get with niggas. You like, okay, that's. <laughs> They they around that seven range here, and they with a ten. It happened. There is a nigga for every type of female. Niggas will fuck. That anything. is true, but okay. there are some that will discriminate because a girl is too fat. Well, absolutely. I'm yeah, but them, but some but... niggas some niggas it'd be like overkill. It'd be like a girl your height, and then like you you gain ten. Nothing too mm-hmm. outlandish. Then the ten went to your your chest and ass, so it's not even like a bad ten. Well, it sound like white boys to me. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. They'll be like uh. Uh, you getting a little fat? I'm like, they'll, they'll they'll be with a chick look like Taylor Swift, but like, baby, you eating too many grapes today? <laughs> like, like have a, a, a grape diet? Like yeah, <laughs> bro, I had hey, this. I, day, <laughs> there's this dude in college, man. We used to we used to be real cool, man. And he he uh, like just to tell you, he was Nigerian. Okay, like okay. he was from Nigeria, actual yeah. Nigerian. This dude called Beyonce fat. What? He said Beyonce was fat, and when you asked him what his ideal chick was, he said Taylor Swift. I was like, wow. you sell out, motherfucker, man. Yeah. I have a question. Based on some African cultures, like being a bigger woman is like a thing of wealth. So, like, how is that? You watched that movie, huh? With no, like, that man. is true. They like bigger girls overseas because that means they get to eat a lot. That's yeah. what I heard. Yeah, yeah. that and is they true. They want to eat too. That's seriously what I heard before. So okay. maybe that's it's really a little. True. It's there's some truth to it, but it's a little. I think it's a little. Um, Exaggerated. Yeah. I was like, no, I saw that on a National Geographic show, okay. not Fat Girls. So. You're African News for okay. National Geographic. Hey. Me, the half Nigerian, you know. I, it right. wasn't for your part of Africa. <laughs> All right. Okay, well, well, let's keep it real. But, uh, but you date a fat person. Is that, if you look, if you a certain number, you, you, can't, you can't fuck with them. Yes or no? Uh, what about you? That's a lie. Trust me. Um, dudes are hitting big girls. Yeah. Dudes yeah. are dating Absolutely. big girls. Don't let them lie to you. Yeah. Anybody be like, I don't mess with big girls, he's lying. I knocked off a big girl, man. Like, I mean, yeah, I but did, yeah, 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 whoa, whoa, whoa. No, 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 no. But let's keep it real, fellas. What you'll sleep with and what you'll date are two different things. Two. Two different Two different right lanes. You you know It's a certain kind of big. It gotta be a shapely big. Yeah, like it gotta if have you, a figure. If you big and curvy, cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But if you just like big with no shape. My six hundred pound life. <laughs> now we like, got a problem, uh, man. Oh, okay. Light skin singer, uh, uh, soul neo soul artist, uh, Jill and Scott. Brogy? Jill Scott. Oh, I thought yeah. you were gonna say like Jill Brogy. Scott. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm cool with Jill Scott. Yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah I, 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 I can't Scott. fuck with Jill Scott because I heard she got a bad attitude. I heard that. 
Yeah, I don't care how fine you is. Attitude would kill it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what about you, Jen? That's a hell no. No, I've dated big dudes, but once again, I'm a small chick, so I can't be dating nobody that's like 6'5", 300 pounds, like... Something gonna happen to me. Suffocation. I mean, that's yeah. A safety, yeah that, that's, a, that's a safety issue. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's a safety issue for me. But it's like there's certain big dudes that I'll date. It just depends on their confidence and like how they style themselves. And, and how much money they got. Yeah, that's, that that that's a thing. That is not true. That is a thing. That is not true. That is a thing. Just like if it's you ugly thing. with money or ugly with dick and or big with di- with ugly, some dick or some with money. I mean, that changes. That changes the the whole perspective. Because, like, physically, man, men are shallow as fuck physically. We are. We have our preferences. But females, like, y'all, Jen, y'all will... I don't think they care. I don't think y'all care about looks near as much as men. That's not true. That Mm -hmm. is not true. Like, there's a certain appearance that I expect the guy that I want to date to look like. But I'm not going to cut him off because, okay... He's six two and three hundred pounds. Okay, he's that big, but is he walking around funky? Does he have holes in all his clothes that yeah, aren't stylish? Yeah. Like okay. what? Right. How do you carry? But y'all yourself? care more about demeanor than anything, I think, and yeah. confidence. Yeah, I call and, it the, the I call it the, the Stephen Urkel, you know, yeah. the Steve Urkel and Stefan effect. Mm-hmm. Okay? Oh yeah, because you take the actor who plays Stephen uh, Steve Urkel in Family Jaleel Matters, White. Jaleel White. Shout out to Jaleel White, and I mean this with absolutely no disrespect, but Jaleel White is an ugly ass dude. Okay, <laughs> he is. Yo, respect. Shout out to Jill. Uh, Jill shout out to Jill White. Jill White. Not that ugly. Yo, he's an ugly dude. But you know what? He got no play as, as he got no play as Steve Steve Urkel. But then because all he does he was is clumsy and yeah. he wasn't stylish. Uh-huh. And but then when he undid those suspenders, added a little bass in his voice, took the glasses off, he became Stefan, and all of a sudden he was getting all the chicks. Same ugly ass nigga. But all of a sudden, he can't he can't get to keep them off. Once of again, style and confidence go a long way. Yeah, I mean, I mean, better. I mean, true. But let's let's get the elephant out the room. Women can't be as vain as us because they don't have as many options as we do. We got way more options. So if women had the same number as options, elaborate. At, okay, yeah. the there's options. more there's more women than men. Yes. Then this city, even more women than men. So we we might have 20 girls to choose from. They might have 10, but then only like three out of that 10. Mm-hmm. Then only one maybe fit what they want. And then once that break off, it's back to find another 10. Mm. So That's true. So, it's I mean, so it's a numbers game. So <laughs> the only reason women ain't as shallow as men because they don't have no options. Numerically and statistically speaking, that's, yeah, we that's said, true. I like how you broke down the numbers. Man. Okay, <laughs> nigga has a point. Hey <laughs> man, hey, but 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 my thing, my last word on flat shaming is: listen, man, do what you do. If you want to get a better bill of health, because I mean, let's be honest, the, uh, the government's poisoning your food. It's uh, everybody's more shallow. Everybody's crazy out here. Yeah, just just lose the weight. Do it for your own self worth, and don't don't let nobody shame you with your fat ass. I mean, you could. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you can be whatever the fuck you want to be. Look however you want, but don't expect everybody to, every man to accept what you are. You got to find the nigga that will. Or <laughs> get in, get in yeah. those three, 400 plus pound guts. Yeah. You know? Hey, man. That goes hey. both ways. Uh, who Not you necessary. telling? Hey, but we about to get in the feed. We are in that feed. What's up? What's up? And this week in the feed, let's get the elephant out the room. X Extension. Was murdered, man. man. And you know sad, what? Uh, rest in peace to that brother, because you know the part that pissed me off the most about it: the killers got on Instagram. Yeah, that tell, about that's it. the Lils, man. Man, and tell me why this fool went from 10k to 300k overnight. We not only are we celebrating the shooter, mm. 
But we dissing the murder victim. What's, what's, I mean, that's, I don't know. Is is hip-hop creating a deadly environment? Absolutely. Yeah. No. And I, I talk about that all mm-hmm. the time. Um, you know, we listen to music, pull up with a stick, let it hit. Uh-huh. And when they pull up with the stick and let it hit, then it's like, oh, we got to stop the violence. Y'all got to pick a side. <laughs> you can't say, oh, he ain't real, he ain't no shooter. Then when somebody go shoot, it's a problem. You know what? You know, I had the same conversation with a lady at who worked for the House of Blues. Uh, I said, listen, if you take out all the misogynistic shit, all the gunplay shit, what we gonna talk about on rap? Because y'all niggas don't want woke shit. Y'all niggas hate hotel mm-hmm. niggas. So, again, what we gonna rap about? I mean, that's real shit. What we gonna rap about? You have all those fantasy rappers. Like, when rap first started off, you had Rapper's Delight, and they were lying in that song completely. Yeah. And you have all those other songs that is like, they put you in a fantasy world, but nobody wants to go there. Everybody wants that drama of what's going on in the street and what they see on a day-to-day, and that's not everybody's reality. Mm. I grew up in the suburbs, so I don't know what it's like to smell piss in the hallway in the project. But see, I love those stories, though, because me, we grew up in a similar way. I liked hearing those stories. I mean... Listen, I like I ain't gonna lie. Somebody broke into my house last week. I had to shoot at a nigga last week. Oh, man. That shit, that shit is played out. That shit for the birds. Yeah. Believe me. I bet you put that gummo on afterwards, though. <laughs> no comment. <laughs> <laughs> no comment. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 but uh, Dave, why was this? Why was Extension murdered? Was he murdered for money or for clout? I think it's probably jealousy, man. That's like, what I said. Like I feel that like there's a lot of young people out there that hate on him being successful at the age he is. Like a lot of people just don't like that. They don't like to see another African American brothers like excel in something that they probably tried, but it's not really good at. Yeah, but that but you know what? That really sucks to me cuz I never understood where niggas get this this hatred to seeing another nigga shine. It ain't Pussy it, shit, man. I never understood it because a, a nigga can just you can make uh you can make 50 an hour, I can make 51. A, that nigga who make 50 is plotting on your ass mm-hmm. just cuz you doing one more dollar a few more cents more than. I never understood that. But, but that's the but, participation generation. Like just for showing up you should get a ribbon for something. That's not how the real world works. Not at all. So you going to hate instantly because you've never been conditioned to lose fairly. Yeah. And, and then with X, you mentioned you didn't understand, uh, Darnell, you mentioned you didn't understand where the hate came from. Yeah. Well, you know, do you know about his background? Uh, like yes, yes. Okay. Uh, but, uh, give us a brief background. Be brief, uh, brief background. Dude was a piece of shit for the majority of his life, okay? He beat up women. He had a history of, a long history of violence. Mm-hmm. Beat up a pregnant woman. Stick pitchforks up vaginas and shit like that. So... Uh, in short, man, I I was kind of conflicted when when X got shot, man, because as you know on this podcast, I championed the kid. I liked that he was new and he was branching himself away from the Lils. I loved his music, but then the court documents came out later, and I was like, man, this dude is a piece of shit. But I can I tend to separate the art from the person. But now, man, I just kind of came to terms with my feelings about it, and I realized I felt bad that I felt bad that this kid lost his life. Yeah, and my and my thing is about this whole situation is the most scarier thing and, and no offense to uh, X my scary thing is why are people this desensitized because when I saw the video nobody was calling the ambulance nobody mm-hmm. was doing uh, you know CPR nobody was getting the machine to check his heart rate it was just people just looking and that's mm-hmm. scary if you got people who's who's oh shit this for the this for the gram. Oh shit! Like mm-hmm. that's a that's a scary thing. And I don't even think people realize that's what they're doing. I don't even. Th- I think it's just so unconscious. Like they see some some crazy shit. They just like, oh man, like you know. Like, I don't even think they're thinking like I'm gonna do it for the gram. But it's like that instinct of 
help this nigga. Like that doesn't yeah. click. Like this is real life. Like this is happening. Somebody's I mean, about to lose I mean, their life. I, I mean, don't think tr- that. I mean, true, but let's let's keep it a book. Mm-hmm. We desensitized to black death. Yeah. yeah. I mean, cool. like yeah. I mean, like if if a black person die, it's like okay, today Tuesday. Fuck it. it if, if, if a white sad, ba- if yeah. a white woman uh, cries wolf, it's we on alert. Why is this uh, white woman? Her why 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 is she not okay? Now, when you say we, are you talking about society? Yeah, yeah, just say too much. Okay, because I'm decent. If we see somebody get shot by the police almost every other month, mm-hmm. it's gonna get to a point it ain't gonna hurt no more. Yeah, we're just gonna be like, that's fucked up, and we're gonna just move on with the rest of the day. Yeah, because if I was to start, because if I was to start a convo with you, be like, hey man, you heard about that that brother that got shot by you know shot by that cop around the store. You probably won't be, I'll like, be like that. Like, no, or which probably, one? Yeah, you yeah. Like, which one? Like, what are you talking about? Like, because it's just it happens so often. Hey man, but uh, my my last question. Then we got another uh, thing in the feed. Uh, is it is it just me? Why why is only rap like this? When when Willie Nelson gonna ride out on uh, Taylor Swift? Like yeah, I was listening to white people music the other day, and I was listening to rap. White people take care of my family. I want my family back. Black person gonna bust me in the head because I'm a puss ass nigga, and he gonna take my girl because I'm broke. And I'm like, I'm like, damn. I see like pop music, they positive. Rap push a rhetoric of be gangster, be gangster. I mean, no, 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 no. Talking about killing themselves, doing drugs. Yeah, but then, but then let's let's keep it a book. Uh, Maybe it's barely got to a point where you can push yourself musically. Mm -hmm. So if the industry want nigga shit, they get nigga shit. Just yeah. flat out. So I mean, we can. There's a difference. Like nobody's on Willie Nelson's neck to be like, you know what? You can't speak all that positive shit. There's no foot on the neck. But they was fucking with NWA for saying fuck with the police, and they yeah. over here killing every day in the nineties. Yeah. yeah. It wasn't like uh like talking shit bad about. It. it was like nigga, this is happening. So because yeah. they don't want you shooting at the police, but we cool with the police shooting at y'all. So that's yeah. what they was trying to stop. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, damn. Uh, Hispanic youth are being detained in Walmart's all across this nation. Me, the reason why I wanted to bring this story up because it's a it's a little scary. Cause no no shade to the the Mexican community, but if they do that, the Mexican people niggas ain't too far behind. But they used to do they that. Back. Done they that used to do that us. back in the past. They used to I, separate all the slave. Like all the other parents away from the children. Matter of fact, we ain't even got to go that far back. We we can go to World War Two when we were having a war with uh, Japan. They rounded up every uh, Japanese American and put them in uh, camps, internment mm-hmm. camps. Or you can yeah. go back. You can say welfare. Low key yeah. is a, a systematic form of keeping family separated. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but but yes. yeah, but yeah. that's but that's the thing though. They can get out of that if you can happens. get out of it, but people choose not to. I mean, true, but with this, this ain't a choice, and this is breaking up Hispanic families. This is uh, causing uh, a lot of rift in America. But my thing is, uh, my thing is, I want it to stop. But you gotta understand, uh, before you have like something like a Holocaust or something like. Something extreme mass extermination. You have to baby step it. The police killing citizens. Then families being separated. Then families being put into these WalMarts. Then children disappearing. Then it's it's like an escalate. You can't just flat out do it because then all of us is gonna wake up and be like, "Hey, nigga, let's get these guns or let's get the fuck up out of here." Killmongers. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They don't they don't want that switch to to come in, and that shit is scary to me. So the reason why I brought up this story is to just keep everybody in the loop. And I mean, how would you feel? How would you feel if uh, you had to 
defend your family against the government, Kenny? That's a hard thing to do because the government going to win every time. Yeah. Are they? It, the government got levels. They can send the police first. Police don't work. I send National Guards. National Guards don't work. I send the full-blown army in. So it's hard to fight against the government unless everybody comes together as a whole, and I don't see that happening. How much have you already given the government? You already pay your taxes. That goes to them defending you, quote-unquote. Then you have social media that they have full-blown access to. Then they can tap your cell phones. It's like how much access have we already given them to work against us? Dave, what about you? Do you do you feel like this uh, can spread out, or do you feel like the people will stand up? I think it might just. I think the people might just stand up and eventually get tired of it. You know. EJ, I, I got I got to agree with you, man. About the how how are you going to fight the government? The government's going to win every time as long as we're under the make America keep America white. You know, make America great again, aka keep America white campaign. I don't see it's it's totally anti-immigration, mm-hmm. pretty much. So I don't I don't know I don't see I don't I don't I don't think the only way we can fight back is make sure we don't make the mistake of getting him elected reelected. I mean, after everything you said is crooked about the government, what what would make voting not crooked? Okay, can't make it crooked. So so with with that being said, should we just wait on our deaths or what? Everybody's or wait, or wait, or wait four to eight years. Ah, damn. Well, you do have midterm elections that are coming up this year, so sure, people yeah. can make their voices heard like today, but nobody knows these things about the government. That's the problem. You don't really know the system that you're working against. You just adhere to whatever they tell you and don't actually research what is actually on the books and apply to you. True. But, again, um, like I said, I just wanted to have that conversation to have a short little brainstorm. Because, like I said, me, I'm watching. Because if they'll do that to them, ain't, ain't everybody else ain't too far off. Yeah, we'll be next. If yeah. we if we try to rebel, we going to be in the Walmart. I mean, we already see how it worked out for the Native Americans. Okay, they're, I mean, <laughs> they're sending reservations today. Well, <laughs> you know? I mean... I mean, like the the highest suicide rate amongst minorities, Native Americans, oh, I think. Word? I don't know. Uh, oh, I, see, I don't know that. I know it's pretty high, though. Dang. Mm-hmm. Hey, you guys, we're going to take a quick break. And this is another episode of Talking Greasy. Need an escape while you're taking care of monotonous tasks? Get transported to the streets of South Central with my pick of the week, a piece of cake. In this memoir, Cupcake Brown recounts how she went from turning tricks for candy money at 12 years old to being a high-powered attorney. Follow her aimless travels as a hitchhiker, making her path in crystal meth, business partners, and temporary friends. Discover what Cupcake did to shed all the negativity from her past and discover her true passion. Sign up today for your free audiobook and 30-day trial at audibletrial.com slash greasy. That's audibletrial.com slash G-R-E-A-S-Y. Let us know what you think. Hey, it's your boy Darnell, and we're back to our main topic. And, you know, I kind of got a different mix in the room for a specific reason because we're going to have a tough conversation, but damn it if we not going to learn about ourselves. The main topic is, why can't the black family stay together? Y'all niggas is lying. It's time to talk that shit. Um, before we even jump into that full conversation, I want to go around the room. Were you raised in a single parent household or was you raised in a two family? We're going to start with you, man. Yeah, I was raised with my, blessed to be raised with my mother and father. 
Okay, what yeah. about you, Dave? Single parent home. What about you, Jen? Two parent household. What about you, Ken? Single parent. Okay, so we got a we got a decent little mix in here. And me, uh, you know, uh two parent household. So we got knocked that out the way. I mean when it comes to relationships, even though we all were born in different type of households, do you feel like growing up you got that good example of what a relationship is or do you think do you think they were fucked up and you kinda learn from their fucked upness? Uh, Kenny? Yeah, I really didn't learn from my mother because she was always single from at least what I seen. So as far as what I think a relationship should be, I had to learn that from TV. What a relationship should be. Mother, father, kids, family together. I learned that from TV. Yeah. Okay. How'd that work out? And I, right now I don't have any kids, mm-hmm. but I strive for that mother, dad, kids all together, one family. That's mm-hmm. what I strive for. What about you, Jim? So I had the weird opportunity to experience kind of a single parent household because my father grew up as a single parent household and he kind of adhered what he knew to our household. But it didn't it was a weird balance because my mom, she comes from a two parent household. So it was like a similar mixture. But I did learn somewhat of how a man is supposed to treat his wife. But then my dad, he has so many weird ways that can be deemed somewhat inappropriate that it's kind of a hard balance to know what I want as far as a maid is concerned. Like, I know what a man should be doing and how he should be coming home every night, but as far as characteristics, that's a different different situation. Uh, what about you, Dave? All right, well, my mom, she really didn't have that many relationships off and on, like, growing up. So, like, I didn't have that many positive male role models to actually show me how to be a man. So, like... I had my auntie and my uncle who was a prime example of like a good, you know, family. So like when I used to stay with them, they they were pretty much like like that. How can I say Carl Winslow? You know, she, that that whole family matter family. You know, it was good wholesome, like God fearing family. They pretty much you know didn't really take no shit, but yeah. <laughs> it just like I learned that like when it comes to family, like you got to pretty much be together, like. You're going to have to have some type of communication, some form of communication when it comes to it. Okay. Uh, PJ? Yeah, man. Best. I have the best goddamn parents in the, in the universe, man. Best parents. But, um, and granted, you know, now being fully grown and out of the house, uh, not, it doesn't just happen. I'm just saying. <laughs> but I, they, I noticed they're having issues. They hit a rough patch now, you know, and I thought they weren't going to, you know, they weren't going to be together. I thought they were going to split up. But it's like now I'm at the point where, I know they're my parents. I love them to death, but I also see them now as two people who've been in this thing, this relationship, you know, for as long twenty eight years. So I get it. I get at the ups and downs, you know, whatever, you know. But they're they're working through it. But as far as like, do we take on our parents' bad, you know, bad relationship habits? I feel like we do. Absolutely. Reason I say that, my uh, I know it's like the way where my family was set up. My dad would often work, would often work hard. He was like for a while the main provider. My mom, you know, she was she had a job also, but it was kind of like he he was expected he expected to be the head of the household, and he would always work. I saw my mom most of the time. How that affects me now is, in my current relationship, I get thrown the you know the selfish word a lot, which I think I'm deserving for. But I think like work for me is tends to be like on the top of my priority, like work, independence, succeeding, all of that, and I tend to neglect the relationship aspect. Okay. Like me growing up, um, my my uh, family they stayed together until uh, my mom passed, like 2016, the very end of it. And I kind of, 
it kind of seemed like the benefits of a family sticking together. But then I also seen, like you said, like the longer you y'all together, the more rougher it seems to get. Mm-hmm. And then, um, and then I remember like, like the week after uh, my mother passed, and I had to, uh, you know, just getting everyday stuff done. I, I didn't realize how much of the house was just gone, like how mm-hmm. much of the house just wasn't working because one person wasn't there anymore. Yeah. So I kind of, kind of saw like a woman's worth, you know, hands right before my eyes, which, you know, everybody brags about how important women are in the household until until you actually have a real one in the house and then she ain't there no more. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, let's keep it real. Before we get into these tougher questions, uh, when it comes to black uh, families and relationships and all that, how does the average relationship work? Like, how do we how do we make relationships last longer nowadays? Kenny? Honestly... Stay out of people DMs. That's that's the big thing. <laughs> if you're in a relationship, stay out of these women DMs. Don't be liking pictures, putting hard eyes. And I think everything should go smooth. Just respect your woman. As long as you respect your woman and make her comfortable. Yeah. Everything should go smooth. Yeah, you're right, because black men ain't cheating out here. We just going to work. So I don't know where this man came from, bro. That's a fact. Get, getting the bread. <laughs> yeah. Living life. Huh? So these alternative facts. I don't know where they came from, but black men don't cheat. <laughs> Once again. Right? They don't. Yeah. All right, but uh, Jim, as far as relationships are, are now, like the different type of people, the different type of black people, because black people, we, we don't act like our grandfathers and, and aunties and all that. How do we make a relationship last nowadays? From a female perspective, I think it's about communication and loyalty. Because at the end of the day, a woman's going to ride for you if you can show her that she'll ride for her. Will she? Yeah. It's the right one. If you just dealing with anybody, then you're going to get any kind of result. Why do, why, do, why do women ever think they're anybody? <laughs> like they think like they're the special one. They're oh, they're the Neo you. in the, in this crazy matrix. Because there are those special ones. I'm not saying every one is a special one. Because you do have it's just like dudes. Like you know some dudes ain't shit and then there's some females that ain't shit. And they yeah. still I and mean I don't believe that I don't believe in there's every person has like a soulmate or the best I, or there, or there's the one for you. I believe that you're gonna find the person that you're most compatible yeah, with yeah. in your vicinity, in your area. And, and some, that, people, that's, and some, people, is, and some really. people don't want to admit it. Especially women don't want to admit this. Some of y'all gonna be by yourself. I mean, just flat out. No, I went to a church and a pastor said that like some of y'all ain't gonna get married up in here. And yeah, you accept that. Which, which is, this is who you are. Especially if you're a woman. Yeah. If you're a woman with a bad attitude, no good for nobody, shitty. That plays out because, again, we just uh, agreed to disagree earlier that the numbers ain't on your side. But see, the thing is, that kind of woman, she just has to find her a beta. Find her a beta dude. Because you can't talk to the alpha dude and be like, you know, you, 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 can't, you can't walk over a dominant male as you can somebody who's submissive. So the only way that a dominant female with a bad attitude can make the relationship work if there's a nigga willing to take that shit. Man, she ain't gonna find that. No, exactly. She'll find it. She'll find it. No, she ain't gonna want that kind of dude. Yeah, exactly. yeah. You know what I'm it's she like it's like a, it's like a catch twenty two. Like some girls is like, uh, why don't men listen more to what women say? And I'm like, listen, we do. We just we just filter out what you talk about. And then let's keep it a book. Let's, let's, let's keep it and let's keep it a book. Yeah, women will not be attracted to a man who listens to everything they say. Every do everything they say. That that's that, that turns yes, off the attraction. Yeah. Cause I mean, 
I wouldn't want a woman to do everything I say. I'm, well, not everything, I'm, but if you hear the important things and not just filter out what you want to hear, then that's the problem. Well, no disrespect. You got to filter out a lot depending on which girl you with. Because some, some homegirls, I can literally talk to them on the phone for hours and the conversation going to be dope from beginning to end. Other homegirls, nigga, you text me. You... <laughs> Boom, boom, like I, I need said, boom, boom. There, and like you said, there's uh-huh. somebody for everybody. Not everybody's going to fit your personality type. Who are you willing to compromise and deal with? Mm-hmm. That's the fine line that you need to draw. But I've okay. learned a long-ass time, man. I, I quit going off of what females say. Hello. It, unless it's consent. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Yo, okay. chill. I quit going off of what they say whoa, and I judge okay. them by their by their actions. Thank you. Okay, because a lot of women will kid, like I quit I quit that whole asking, hey, what kind man. of guy you like or what kind of dudes you're into? What you know, I quit asking those questions. Man. A lot of times, man, women like man, you, what they like. You know how many girls done told me I ain't shit and then next minute I'm fucking <laughs> I'm exactly. like, I'm like, that don't, that don't match. I don't exactly. I hate niggas your size. <laughs> and then, you know, they pull up on you. I'm like, uh, yeah. keep that same energy. So I want a nice guy who's strong faith in God. You know, those chicks who be posting all the scriptures yeah. on Twitter. The pick, those pick me tweets. Okay? How, how, you go, how you gonna have a, a Bible scripture and a uh, book me now <laughs> right under that? You didn't keep that same energy, bro. Because you need you a pussy or you giving it yeah. to the Lord. What you doing? Where's your filter at that moment? Because she just gave you like two negatives. Like something's not gonna correlate with that whole scenario. <laughs> but she tell you these positives and they end up getting with a, a nigga like Ghost from Power. Man, who Shout you out tell to Ghost. That's my nigga, by the way. But hey, I'm just saying. But uh, Dave, what about you? Uh, how, what's how are we gonna make the average relationship work nowadays? Because we, we we hella different. Niggas get murdered over <laughs> over Instagram tweets. So how are we gonna keep women interested and have a long term relationship? Well, keeping your relationship private. Nobody don't need to know what your next move is or what like y'all do. You know, everybody that you bring into your relationship is not gonna give you positive like. Energy. Positive, you know, you know, positive energy or just like, you know, positive comments that'll help you like mend your relationship stronger. So I just feel that if you just exclude all the people that's gonna fuck up your relationship out, you'll be straight. Uh what about you, EJ? How 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 we gonna move uh nowadays as far as relationships? As far as relationships, like how to keep it going? Like what do you mean? Yeah, you make it last because relationships be fucking Three months, and then next minute, next minute, you know, she was like, "Oh, I'm engaged." Like, bitch, we was together for three months. Where this nigga come from? I mean, honestly, <laughs> I mean, honestly, I say monogamy is a trap. Honestly, damn. And I, yeah, I'm in a relationship. That's a whole whole another bit. I've spoken about this, but I really don't think monogamy is natural. I, How do I think you it's, sit there and say that? I like this. I don't believe monogamy is natural. <laughs> okay, right. I think that's why. I think that, and the problem is, man, we don't need each other like we used to. Yeah, I mean, cause, cause let's let's keep it a book. Uh, mm. Black women and Hispanic women are now the, uh, the biggest number of entrepreneurs. They're the biggest group getting doctorates and masters. I mean, the, the the playing field is changed. If your girl make a hundred thousand, and you and you still you pursuing your dream, you still making a decent amount of income. Mm-hmm. But you pursuing your dream, working on uh, whatever you're doing, trying to be an actor, whatever you're trying to do. Mm-hmm. She most most girls won't. Sit up here and wait to see if your dream will come to fruition. It's like, okay, listen, I got this clock. Uh, I only got maybe ten more years of fine left. Mm-hmm. This I need to seal the deal. I need I need to wrap this thing up. But that's why I think men are meant to be with younger women. Just like that's why younger women like older that, men. You want to revise that? That sounds a little younger Kelly-ish. women. Not, <laughs> not no. Our Kelly, Kelly fuck with little girls. I'm saying younger women. Oh, so okay, okay so, twenty and above. 
So 25 and 21. Uh, I'll say 20. I can't do the 20s. <laughs> <laughs> they, they mental ain't, ain't right yet. I mean, obviously, yeah. You, they do a lot not, of young, right. dumb they're, stuff. They're still young in the head, but the thing is, they mature. They will, they're willing to, you can, you, they no, can grow no, while you're taking time to get your shit together. I mean, true, but at the end of the day, I mean, like, <laughs> like I'm not too far from 30. Like, if you're not at least 25, about to be 26, mm-hmm. I can't do it because everything else is an unnecessary headache. Yeah. Personally, I, mean, I don't do it. You know, I can't. I can't. I, I mean, hopefully not. I find it difficult to have. A, <laughs> I mean, I'm not knocking it, Joe, but I have. I find it difficult to have a conversation with somebody under 25. You know, that's fair. I, to be honest, fair. you know. Yeah. But hey, I think there's a reason for that, though. Okay, well, let's uh, move on to the next question. Is is co-parenting the new wave? Because I mean, let's keep it real. For sure. Let's keep it real. Because uh, women don't need need to be with you to have no baby. They can have a baby. Had they hell, a lot of these baby showers be flossed out. I don't see a nigga nowhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm like damn, they, they, he couldn't make it, my nigga. He didn't feel like showing up. Like, nah, we don't speak no more. What you mean? <laughs> <laughs> it is something about black people when they move in together, when they get married, or when they had that first baby that make them just enemies. I don't know what the switch it's that is. That goddamn contract, man. But it's like once <laughs> once we say I've. And I want y'all to come for me if I'm uh, being an asshole. But something when a woman knows she got you or it's hard to get away from her, that's when they start acting up. And then niggas too, mm-hmm. niggas too. The longer yeah. the relationship, the lazier us niggas get in the relationship. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so, that's fair. So, yeah. I mean, but me, co-parenting, that ain't going to happen. Like me, I legit don't want to have no family or no kids. But let's say offset, I do get a girl pregnant and... All that you know, nine times out of ten, I sleep with women I actually like and actually feel like there's something there. So I would, <laughs> I would, I would, I would date her and try to have a family. Cause me personally, I don't want to do that co-parent shit. Cause if I do co-parent, I'm gonna be so niggerish about it. Like, like I'm gonna be a weekend ass dad. Like Saturday, we we chill out the house. Sunday, we might go do one thing. Uh-huh. But I feel like that's <laughs> shitty on my part too. Cause. I mean, if you're doing real parenting, ain't no reason why you ain't tired, why you ain't stressed a little bit, because you're taking care of a full-blown life. Like if That's like if you saw your girl once a week or twice a week. You know how easy that would be? Yeah. I, would, yeah. I mean... I think Trey did. I think the way they did in Boys in the Hood with Trey was, was great. You know how Trey, when he was young, Cuban Gooding Jr.'s character, when yeah. he was a kid, he stayed with his mom, and then once you know he hit those, those hard-headed years, 12, yeah. 13... He stayed with pops until he was until he moved out the house. I did that was a great ass setup because he taught him how to be his dad taught him how to be a man when he was approaching yeah that that, that age which, which is cool with me but at the end of the day especially uh with you growing up in a single household how how would you want to have a family old fashioned you no know, your own move yeah how would you? I, I would like it old fashioned I wanna I wanna be at doctor's appointments I wanna be at baby showers when the baby there up until he eighteen when he eighteen. Going to college, man. It's on you now. Yeah. Like, I taught you everything I could. I mean, true, but then again, let's keep it a book. Uh, uh, most, in a black household at least, we don't know everything we need to know at 18. Mm-mm. I mean, let's let's keep hey, it real. Who does know, though? Like, who? Whoa, no. Nah, depending on the household, I know some... I remember when I was in community college, niggas like, nigga, I got an RRA, I got a business over here. I got. I said, nigga, we just 18. Where, where'd you get all that? Who taught you oh, all I that? Oh, I get what you're saying, yeah. So, yeah. I mean, we're not as prepared as you think. Uh, Jim, what about you? Like, how you want to have your Brady Bunch? 
Well, I don't have a problem with the blended family, but me personally, I would like to have the old-fashioned way of doing things. Married, then have kids. Because I see too many people in my age group that, like, have... I've seen more baby showers than I have seen weddings. Yeah. So, it's... Well, I mean, it's easier to get the bus that open than to be committed. Oh, yeah, it's a lot it. quicker. But these, like you said, these baby showers are taking the place of weddings. Yeah. Like, they be decked out yeah. and they cost way too oh, yeah. much. And, oh, yeah, real talk. If it's anything past your third baby shower, don't call me, bitch. <laughs> 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 How you making a three baby showers and no husband yet? Well, I get Man, fed up you... with them, like, speeches because my cousin, she's pregnant. She was like, I can't wait for all y'all to get around and come and offer babysitting services. I'm like, no. What? I'm no, like, no. I'm like, no problem. I'm exactly, like, so. Yeah. I'm like, bitch, where her daddy? Like, that's real. That's real shit. Yep. Man, listen, because I'm tired of seeing a family photo and ain't no nigga in sight except for the son. That's because he's he, my that, kid. That's because he took the picture, man. That's what Pop says. He took the photo. Man, <laughs> man, this, man. He's quiet. Man, this nigga, man, say. Man, y'all niggas be killing me thinking this shit is cool. Like, like okay. Because no, let's, let's get the elephant out the room. The black... Community is ran by women, just flat out. If we just keep it real, yep. it's ran by women. Yeah, and we've had this same dynamic for what since maybe seventies, eighties, and the shit ain't working. When 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 are, when are all the women and the men gonna collectively just be like, you know what, this shit ain't working. We ain't making a good environment for the next generation, especially in these times. Mm-hmm. It's like it's like okay, nigga, like where's the wake up call? Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, but my thing is. That brings up the question: What price do we pay when we don't want to have a family unit in our community, Kitty? They Just did. a disenfranchised community. Like no man should have their mother trying to make them a man, especially in this era when these women ain't even worried about their son like that. They trying to find a boyfriend, Hell yeah. so they ain't like really. Taking care of their child like they're supposed to. Kid getting raised by the streets. And when that happened, that's when you start having these kind of situations with mm-hmm. it being real hood, everybody pulling up with a stick and letting it hit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. If you would have had a daddy in that household, you could have stopped that early on. Man, who you who you telling that? I got one more question, and then I'm going to give it to David. Man, these are the most emotional, moody gangsters I've ever met in my life. <laughs> these okay. niggas will be, will be wearing a wedding dress and crying and then got the stick or the Draco pointed yeah. at you. All at the same time. I'm like, I'm like, what's what's wrong with y'all? Like, okay, I understand that as men and women we evolve, roles change, uh, economics change, but th- this change is a little like forced or like not beneficial to anybody. So I'm uh, wondering, you growing up in a single household, do you feel like as if your mom did a good job of raising you, or again? Yeah, to get, yeah to get she show. she did a good job. Um, luckily, um, my uncle stayed not too far away, so he gave me a lot of game early. I had cousins in the neighborhood, gave me game early, and I came out. I came out good, you know. I came out good, and actually, I had four sisters, mm-hmm. so. Honestly, I was supposed to come out gay. Four sisters, I'm the only boy. Where are you from? I'm from Louisiana. Oh, okay. Now yeah. I hear it. Well, yeah. not necessarily gay, but you might have came off a little bit more feminine. feminine. Yeah, because like, yeah, because uh, now I'm about to ask you, like, how do you have a lot of guy friends? No, I really don't. Now that I think about <laughs> it, okay. I, I but truly you know don't. What? Yeah, yeah. But you know what? I, I, I'm, I'm with uh, Kenny a little bit because you know, on both sides of my family is women. Then uh, the house was mainly just women. I'm not. 
I'm not, you know, the most macho as dude, but I'm a I'm a dude's dude. But you know, yeah. but if I see sex on the city on, y'all leave me the fuck alone. I, I gotta show. see what Samantha and them up to. It's a real good and show. That's words, real in, the, shit. in the words of brilliant idiots, gay. Hey, nigga, listen. I'll get in the shootout, but then I, when sex in the city, don't leave me alone with my mosquito. Leave me the fuck up. <laughs> I, I, I need my change. moment. You sound like Aubrey, you drink with the with the white wine spritzers. Nah, nigga. <laughs> hey, uh, Dave. Uh, what about uh, what about you? Um, do you feel like uh, what price do we got to pay for not having a family in the community? Hmm. To be honest, I don't even have a question. I mean, an answer for that one right there, man. Uh, <sighs> well, well, let me flip it. Uh, who helped you learn how to be a man? To be honest, nobody. To be honest, uh, my mom. She tried her best to you know. Showed me things. I had like a neighbor. He was pretty cool. He taught me how to mow grass and shovel the, you know, the the lawn whenever you know it snowed and shit. When I used to live in Nebraska, but um, that was pretty much it. Like I ain't never had like no father figure to you know show me how to fix a car or how to you know fix a leak in the faucet and stuff like that. So like I feel like if when I do have kids, then like that whole you know role as you know father figure, I'll definitely go ahead and, you know, portray it because I ain't never had one in my life. So I definitely want to do that for my kid. You know what? I respect that. But, I mean, let's 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 ask a question. Are people kind of turned off from marriage? Because, I mean, let's be honest. Like you said, more baby showers, more ultrasound. I see an ultrasound every other week. That's true. I'm like, damn. Like, okay, what about you, Kenny? Uh, even though you said you might want the marriage life, is there anything about marriage that kind of turn you off from it? It scares me that if I get to a certain pinnacle mm-hmm. without that woman and then that woman comes around, I'm going to ask for a prenup. And, and that's going to be a problem because she's going to be looking like, why would you want a prenup? Mm-hmm. If you if we supposed to be together forever, why would you want that? And that's when that's going to come. That's when it's going to get Listen, a little crazy. Forever ain't that long until you're grown. For real, <laughs> for real. <laughs> hey, hey, come on, that's man, like, the really shit I heard. And, she, I, and then nobody get insurance because they know about to happen. But something, yeah, about to they get it because in case shit happens. happens. Okay, nobody and, plans and for then, a divorce. And then women are women. I gotta give it to women. Women, I, if I had a, a car dealership, it would be nothing but women. Because women know how to rope you into deals that do not benefit you at all. <laughs> because at the end of the day, Whatever. at the end of the day, that's like you saying, and I know EJ brought up this example. That's like if Sprint said, hey, Kenny, you know what? We we love that you've been our customer for uh, three years. We want this lifetime uh, contract that you can't get out of without these huge penalties. Shit. And we need you to sign on the dotted line. Like, name like, one thing. I want somebody like, one thing that you're willing to sign your entire life for. Like a nothing. contract. Nothing. Nothing. You, exactly. Parenthood. Parenthood. No, man. It. No, no. Kids man. can get cut off too. There's certain, <laughs> oh, yeah, there's certain things that qualify kids getting cut. There's certain things that get kids get cut off. Right. Man. Okay. 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 G, let's, let's keep it real. You see the rise of the fuck boys. You see all this uh, wildness with uh, some of your homegirls and other family members. Are, are you turned off on a married life? Or are you still are still a go for you? I think everybody's relationship is their relationship, and that's the biggest problem is that everybody's relationship is broadcasted to where it's mm-hmm. not private. And that's the one thing that I admire about my grandparents' generation is that I didn't find out that my grandparents used to have problems way back when, and nobody found out until my grandfather's funeral that happened this January. Mm-hmm. And they were married for 60-some-odd years. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't happen anymore. We know that the homegirl that lives 
in Louisiana is having problems with her boyfriend like two seconds after the fight didn't happen. Yeah, we we yeah. we got the video. We know how you feel. Exactly. Your kids we got the address. It's we, like, what like happened to privacy? I think that's the biggest problem with our our society is that yeah. everything has to be broadcasted. Yeah, because yeah. I know I stopped messing with a girl because like every time like we would we were just dating. Mm-hmm. She was nice, but every time we would go somewhere, she got a. Post where we at? I'm like, nah, I got hoes. You know shit. Stop. <laughs> like, Stop. Yeah. I'm faithful-ish. But David, <laughs> uh, David, what about you, man? Uh, you you did the uh, you grew up with a single uh, parent household. Is yeah. is marriage still an attractive offer to you? It's still gonna be an option for me. Like, I'm just kind of picky when it comes to like who I'm dating. Because if there's no compatibility, then I'm not really gonna actually. Like further the relationship, and also it just depends on if we both can actually deal with the negative sides of you know our flaws. You know, mm-hmm. so like if you can deal with that person flaw, then that'll be cool. So uh, like I don't really have no problem with like you know the marriage life. I still see myself you know. But uh, EJ, um, uh, what what about you? Because if they if they listen to the problematic safe place. They already heard you a million times talk about marriage. Uh-huh. Why even be in a relationship, or why even, or why, or, or what's the most scariest part of marriage to you? The most scariest part of marriage is the fact that I'm making a lifetime contract, a commitment to somebody who's still growing and can change any minute. Now we've seen a lot of times where, yeah. after, like you made a point, Darnell earlier. Something about after you make that marriage, everybody wants to get, everybody wants a wedding, but I don't believe everybody wants a marriage. Because it's like after y'all get married, both people change. Either man can stop doing what he used to do or the woman decides, hey, I don't have to work no more at it. You know, I think that there should be short term relationship contracts. OK, yeah, like after every two year period, y'all reevaluate. Yeah, I know what you mean, because the type of head and pussy I was getting when I was single mm-hmm. was nothing like Compared, the pussy you know. I was getting when I was in a relationship. Exactly, bro. <laughs> it's, so, just, it's just not. So after because she, it's your girl. So she that, she know that they're going to be there the next day. So yes. she ain't as eager as she used to be. Uh-huh. When she, okay, like when she's on the all-star team, she might go to practice, but she ain't going to train as hard as she was like you said, when she couldn't get on the Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. So, so yeah, man, when that two-year, when that two-year, when it comes to that two-year reevaluation period, yeah. Okay, we we evaluate. Hey, okay, you when we started this thing, you were giving head like four times a week. Now this shit only start, you know, it's limited to birthdays and and, and Christmas. Listen, L- that that to me sounds like listen, you listen, <laughs> irreconcilable listen, differences. Listen, you can call you you can call me petty, but if my girl start getting disrespectful and my girl start slacking. I'm gonna get a divorce. I don't give a fuck if we was married for a week, bitch. It's over. Cause, mm-hmm. cause, oh, no. nah, cause I'm, oh, no. nah, I'm, nah, I'm, I'm petty as fuck. Cause, like, if we walk down the aisle and, he, and she say some slick shit, like, hurry the fuck up, I'll be like, yeah, okay, bet. I need to go to the restaurant real quick. <laughs> <laughs> I, need, I need to go to the store to get some milk real quick. What was that relationship based on? Cause, cause I'm trying to tell you the minute. Your girl feels safe, like she, like her position is cemented. Mm-hmm. That's when the craziness starts, man. Mm. I promise you, that's when, that's when they get a little wild. Nothing crazier than a girl that knows you won't leave her. <laughs> I think mm. she won't leave her. Let's say that. Listen, man. I, I sometimes when I was in a long term relationship, I would leave my phone right next to her to let her see the type of females who was texting me <laughs> and let her know I'm faithful <laughs> by choice. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, cause show. cause some of, some of these are some some heavy hitters, and I'm only doing this cause I love you. And by love you, I mean 
I fuck with you this long, so I'm gonna keep fucking with you this long. Season ain't over, man. So, <laughs> <laughs> hey, just like just like TK Kirkland said, nigga, there's a graduating college class every year. You think I'm bullshit? <laughs> All right, but uh, let's, we getting close to wrapping it up. I got a few more questions. Then we just gonna. Uh, <coughs> Uh, go our way. Let's let's be honest. Everybody's talking about a long term relationship. Mm-hmm. Make it last forever. First mm-hmm. thing first. I mean, I'm gonna put it out there. I've been in a two parent household. I don't know what the fuck makes a relationship last all these years. I I I ain't got the cheat code. And then nowadays, like I said, no offense, ladies, and I'm gonna put men on blast right after. I ain't never met a woman who was uh, consistent. Emotionally, mentally, or whatever. One mm-hmm. one year she's this, next year she's that. Next moment she love you this much. Next minute, uh, she finally got that text from that one nigga she really wanted to be with before your ass. Mm-hmm. Like <laughs> it, it, like shit changed. <laughs> See, I'm gonna use a different c word. I don't believe that there's a woman who is content. She Ooh. perfect perfect example. Speak on that shit. But perfect example, Adam and Eve. Okay, let's take it back to the Bible, okay? I didn't oh, this nigga. God said, God said, literally, you can have everything. I'm giving you this big-ass world, all the fruit, all the food, Immortality. all the animals, everything. But. but one thing, don't eat from this motherfucking tree. Adam was like, all right, bet. Eve... I was wondering why can't we eat for why why, what, why why can't I eat the fruit and we all know what happened next. That is proof Damn. right there that women hey, hey, are yo, never content. My so, question so is where was the male leadership when this whole situation? Wow, was he was a strong independent. Listen, listen. Woman. Nobody said that. Listen, first thing first. Nobody said that. Like, like real talk. That. I know, pussy, hey, listen. Man. I know I, that's just what I'm about to say. Damn, you know that pussy had to be good for him to go against God. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. That's what. That's what, what type was. of walls did he? <laughs> that is terrible. Uh, Either you give me that apple or you don't get no pussy. Damn. <laughs> the first one. First one to, <laughs> to get to, to Damn, start the game, man. man. But hey, the last thing, uh, I mean, do you really uh believe that most women nowadays have what it takes for a long term relationship? Yeah, I think they do. Everybody for somebody. Um, I know it got to be somebody out there that can make you feel like you did the first day a few years later. I just know it, but you probably not already occurred them a long time ago. They probably already in a relationship right now. Um, you trying to shoot your shot? Will you find it? Yeah, I shoot my shot all the time. Will you find that person? I don't know. Like, maybe you'll look up one day and can really find that person. Mm. Man, I don't think long-term relationship is going to exist for us. I feel like, Mm -mm. because one thing I'm noticing is that people are starting to get divorces in their late 40s and 50s, and they're starting over. And then, like, some some of these uh, older people are starting to just, you know, travel more in their elder years. And a lot of people... Uh, you know they got married early, and now they like thirty two, thirty three. They either first getting married or they on a second marriage. That's why I call them starter marriages. Now that's what we have. We have your starter <laughs> marriages that just kind of break you in. Kid, everybody stopped. You know, you, you get yeah. I think for girls, they feel pressure to jump into these starter marriages. Man, you see all your friends getting married. Uh, thank you. All of that, but then once you official, once you official, hey man, about put in five years, we. 
We tried it. We but tried you also it. have that pressure that. from family. Like every event oh, I go yeah. to, somebody's like, "When are you gonna have a baby? Or yeah. when are you gonna have? When are I you mean, gonna get married?" I'm like, I mean, "Why?" I mean, Jen. That, I mean, Jen. With all due respect, that's a fair. That's a fair assessment. Because I mean, why is that a fair assessment? Maybe I'm content being single and doing my own thing. You, yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah whoa, 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 whoa. You barely got to that place of being content being single. <laughs> you barely got there. Go. What? I ain't gonna put. I ain't gonna say too much more. But you barely got to that place. <laughs> Not true. So you've always been cool with being single. I wouldn't say always. Thank Everybody you. has a process. But I'm just saying, like, why don't you ask me, like, how's work going? Or when's yeah. the next trip you're going on? Or, like, ask me something else besides my, like, relationship status. Yeah, but There's you know, other things. To, there are other but, components but to you know what? But you know what, Jen? That's not your fault. It's all these girls that been popping pussy and uh, getting pregnant all these early <laughs> that make you look bad. <laughs> now, that's real. Now, think about it. If all your homeboys... Got married or had a kid at fifteen, and you thirty niggas gonna look at you different, because that's normal true. to them. Yeah. yeah, it's really social conditioning though, because Jen, like you said, man, like girls, when we look, when we think of women, when we think of women, we yeah. see them as. Uh, like, our main our question is, who you with? Okay, Oprah. Fucking one of the most powerful, not just women, but people in, on the planet. Yeah. But what's everybody asking? Where Oprah man at? Sad meanwhile, man. most men, yeah, meanwhile, most men aren't ever asked about their relationships. I, no, I, I know, but let's keep you know? it a, but let's keep it a book because people don't want to uh, say this, but I'm going to say it. In this world, this is a, a, a whole type trick mentality. Women are engineered to not necessarily prostitute themselves, but everything is transactional with a woman. Mm-hmm. What do you have? Where are you at? What benefits do you have? What can you, what can you basically add to my life? And as a man, it's yes. like if you don't have enough to trick or enough to bring to the table, there won't be no table. And and let's be honest, a powerful woman, the only reason we ask her where's her man is because we feel like that's the only thing missing in her life. Mm-hmm. But on the reverse end, as a man, we all understand we if you get a million tomorrow, you we all get a million in this room, nobody's gonna bug us why we don't have a woman because every real nigga know. Yeah. That that's a, that women are a liability now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> women can cost you now. Mm. Not a little, but a lot. All she got to say is, David, uh, uh, especially in this Me Too movement, and we black men, all uh-huh. the guy says, listen, David passed me a cup of water and I didn't feel comfortable. <laughs> it wasn't the right temperature. Morgan he looked Freeman. me in the eyes. Well, no, Morgan Freeman earned some of that shit. But mm. He did know. date his... Uh, that interview, I was like, all right, that, that woman was pushing it real far with that interview. Yeah, I mean, true. But then again, she's a white woman, that's a black man. So that's the end of the conversation. <laughs> I'm scared as fuck. Bro. I tell people that all the time. You were Stay away from the white woman, you black. Yeah. One yeah. wrong move. The only, the only, <laughs> listen, listen, the only thing Shit. I say to white women is bye. <laughs> nah, be black. Right, let's keep Darnell, let's keep with a buck. What? Right, name a white name a white girl I fucked or talk to. That you talk to? Like both of those? Yeah. Name them. Because you haven't seen... I don't know that you talked to, but I know that Thank you fucked you. with one of them devils not too long ago. No, no, I told no, I told you. No, no, I told you what happened that night when I was in Den waiting in the line and that girl was trying to, that white girl was trying to give me some because she was fucked up about her boyfriend and she was like, we was shooting the shit. That's what I told you. You ain't never heard me around no white woman. All you heard me around is... The unmentionable and those other few mm. girls, and I've shown you pictures, so mm. let's not go there. You ain't never seen a lily white nothing <laughs> in, in my book. <laughs> Shit, I, I feel fucked up using white paper right now. So, hey man, uh, we done shoot the shit. We done uh, talked it out. Um, but closing thoughts on how we gonna keep uh, the black uh, family together. Like I say, man, don't don't get nobody pregnant that you don't plan on being with ever. 
Right. Like, trust me, when she get pregnant, she might start acting different. You got to work through that. Hey, you better than me, man. I'm trying not to shoot the club up and put bland pee in that orange juice. Like, yeah. I really be trying not to do no sneaky shit like mm-hmm. that. But then again, hey, if you if I know you doing some dirty shit, I'll go twice as dirty just to cover my tracks. Mm. Damn. Remember that. Uh, Jen? Privacy, communication, and loyalty. Oh, ain't that sweet? Uh, David? <laughs> David? Oh, man. Just uh, just keep it 100. Just be honest. Okay. Uh, EJ? Uh, women should give their man three passes. Three passes. If you under, if you make a under 100,000... Give you three free three free passes. What? If you make above a hundred thousand a year, I think you you should <laughs> have more make your expectations more realistic as far as regard if you're gonna step out of the relationship. I think women should be a little bit okay with sharing. Reaching. Okay. Well, <laughs> my my final thoughts on black uh, black uh, families is without the black family, there is no. Everything else that we need, uh, black foundation, black schools, because there's no sense of unity. There's no sense of purpose. There's nothing to align yourself with. And when you have no family, no structure, no morals, no nothing in the world that desensitize you to everything, uh, we are sincerely lost. And that's the end of the show. We need everybody's uh, social media, everybody's podcast, shout it out, because uh, we're going to wrap it up. It's Kenny Tiller, and I'm at the Speaker Box Show on um, Instagram. Also, just go to Apple Music or wherever you get your podcast from and type in the Speaker Box Show and enjoy. You can find me at Eclectic Happy Hour. We're on Apple uh, Podcasts and SoundCloud. Shout out to my co-host, Liv. You can go ahead and follow me up on Snapchat. Uh, the name is I'm Pickle Rick. So uh, <laughs> just look me up. Yeah, yeah, AGK Jamal, all right, uh, one half of the problematic safe place. You can follow us on Instagram, Twitter, at We the Safe Place. You can follow me, AGK Jamal, at, at E J I K E J A M A L, and listen to our podcast, The Problematic Safe Place. It's on everywhere Apple, Apple, uh, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, uh, Google Play, Stitcher, and also we're on YouTube. So check us out, Problematic Safe Place. Hey, uh, before I shout out my social media, hit up Kim Diggs on IG uh, as Whitney Scrooston and on Snapchat as Okra-Winfrey. And if you would like any of her graphic arts, freelance writing, or other type of social media works, go to Contently You on Instagram. This your boy Darnell. You can find me at Darnell Does It on Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat. And also, if you have anything you want to say bad about what I said on the show, hit us up at 469-454-8231. And also, if you'd like to be a guest or you'd like to advertise on the show, hit us up at talkinggreasy at gmail.com. Because it ain't easy talking greasy. We out. Yeah.
change. My heart is never dry. Even though. 